0: Welcome to the second episode of Inside the Bubble. Today we'll be talking with Dave Conway and Eric Munson from Nuture physical Plant Services. They're going to give us insight on the job of PPS during this COVID-19 pandemic and additional roles
1: they've had to take on. I'm Dave Conway, I'm the Director of Physical Plant Services. Well, I run both campuses, and uh, including you know, the maintenance and the custodial on the grounds
2: and run the construction for the district. Eric Munson, uh, uh, Operations Manager at Winnetka. Uh, I oversee uh, all of the custodial work that happens, um, room setups for events, uh, things of that nature. Now that you know a little
0: bit about the two men, let's go back to March 2020. I asked them if they believed at the time that school would go back in person.
1: We were hoping, yes, because we did everything that we could we changed our practices. We uh, disinfected you know, high touch surfaces, right more regular. We actually hired additional staff to do that. We what, uh, what we call uh, spray machines for disinfecting. Every room got disinfected every night, not only clean, but the, the the fogger would go in and disinfect the room. And we also in, uh, changed our ventilation system. Normally a ventilation system is designed to be provide enough fresh air and air condition or, you know, ventilate the space and be efficient, meaning you're bringing in not 100% outside air. You're bringing in enough to keep the air quality uh, at an adequate level. We changed that. We did two things. We increased the amount of air coming into every space by as much as the air handler would allow. And we put MERV-13 filters on every air handler. MERV-13 filters filter out the coronavirus. Like in this room, for instance, every 10 minutes, every bit of air in here is changed over. We're not going to change that system until the conditions change. Right now, if we're still wearing masks, we're still going to leave that ventilation system. The the only negative to that is it's not very cost-efficient.
0: Nutria obviously never went back in person during that school year after March of 2020. Moving on to the next school year, I asked if PPS's plans were constantly changing during that summer starting in June 2020
1: yes uh, our major plan did not you know we, we we committed tremendous resources to make sure our ventilation system was adequate because it's an airborne virus and that's the best way to stop the virus is filter it out and flush it out those are the two best ways to get rid of the virus and then we also were Hired a company to, uh, hired additional staff to disinfect every night. And then we added procedures, uh, which Eric can explain them, is if there was a person who is a suspected or confirmed COVID, tested positive or suspected, CDC had very specific guidelines to go in and wipe down all surfaces in the room. So imagine a room we're sitting in, every wall would get wiped down. The desks would get wiped down, the chairs would get wiped down, and then we came in. A, in, a, in addition to that, we'd fog the room with our fogger. It's a, it's a, the brand name is Clorox, so you can imagine it's made with Clorox bleach, and and it has negative ions would cause it to attract to every surface, including underneath. So the the surfaces underneath your chair.
2: Because of the charge, it's gonna get, it's gonna cling to everything.
0: Plans for reopening before the start of the 2020 to 21 school year were constantly changing. Originally, there would be some students in the building from the beginning, part of a hybrid plan. But right before school started, plans were changed to fully remote for everybody. I asked if PPS continued to do its cleaning procedures and kept its extra staff during all the confusion.
1: Yes. Uh, But what we did is we changed some of our practices. For instance, there's no reason to clean a classroom that nobody's in, so we came up with other work that needed to be done. Not 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 makeup work. Actual work. We did certain things that we would save for the summer. We did them early, because we had construction this summer, as you know, which is going to causes us some delays. We got ahead of that. We did all of that work in advance, so we didn't waste any manpower.
0: In early October of 2020, Nutria would open its doors to in-person learning for 25% of students in a hybrid model. Social distancing signs were placed all around the building. Some said which side of the hallway to walk on, or where you could or couldn't sit. And that was an operation in
1: its own. Well, uh, the, uh, the principal, Ms. Um, p- you know, chose all the signs, determined you know, the best places to put them, and that was a yeoman's uh, work on her part. Made, we literally had 30,000 signs purchased, yeah, something
2: like twenty between be twenty-five
1: and 30,000 signs, before. and we had to put those up. So that was a, a large work. Now we still have 10,000 left, so it's not like we put them all up. But uh, we that was yeoman's work, again, by our staff to get all those up. But only
0: one week after Nutria opened Hybrid Learning in 2020, it had to shut down again due to positivity rates in the area. I asked what that was like to the PPS staffers who put in all the work
1: to open the school. Uh, we like having the, kids, the students here. I mean, it's, it's our job. I mean, we like Taking care of buildings, and you know, it when they when nobody's here, it's almost I don't, deflating is the wrong word. It's, it's
2: Air- eerie. It's a little bit eerie. It's it, it's not what you're not used to hearing. You know, you, normally there's a sound of, of students and, and, and things going on, and it's just a very quiet kind of lonely place without uh, without you guys here.
0: All the safety precautions were implemented by that time, so all they could do was sit and wait.
1: By then, we had put in you know, the, the signage. We had implemented the cleaning procedures. We had put in, I'm sure you see uh, hand sanitizer all over the place. You see them in the classroom. You see them in the hallways. The plastic shield that you see, both in the classrooms, offices, and other areas, all that had already been put in place. So when it started in November, it was actually not a lot of work on our part. It was a matter of it was nice to see the
2: students back. The work came uh, once you guys returned in the additional cleaning that we were doing, not just at night, but during the day, going through bathrooms multiple times a day, disinfecting everything in there, um, uh, high-touch surfaces, handrails, things like that.
0: They had to buy huge quantities of safety equipment, such as hand sanitizers, face shields, all that stuff. But how did they do that at a time where it was even hard to get one or two
1: things of Purell? We had a team of PPS staff. Eric was uh, one of the main... uh, Eric... Daphne Blair, he, which is, Daphne Blair is Eric's counterpart at the Northfield campus, and Man Horn and myself teamed up to determine uh, where the best places to get the material was and get the best prices. And we also, you know, we have a, uh, a group you know, of the directors in the schools in this area, physical plant services directors. We met every week so we could share ideas. Like if, like if a person was able to find Classic shields at this place for a great price. We all then knew it.
0: But once the school was up and running in person last year, what was the biggest challenge? Just to keep it open.
1: Well, part of it was learning, because you had to read a lot of different documents, different go to different websites. You got the CDC, you had the FDA. Read all of that information to understand exactly what you should be doing. It wasn't like here's a handout. You know, follow these directions you had to piece it all together. And then we, we also brought in consultants to help us to make sure we were doing it right, because I didn't want anybody coming into the building and then not feel safe. I know if I felt they were all safe, or I would, have, I would have went to the administration saying, you know what, it's not safe for anybody to be here. After a successful
0: ending to a school year, ending in June, 2021, with all students being able to go to school in person four days a week, would it be easy to prepare for the next school year?
2: Uh, From my perspective, no, because with the addition of bringing everybody back, so all in person, a lot of the changes that we made to the classrooms, the six-foot social distancing, the changes in furniture and a lot of those rooms had to then go back to um, or change to the current standard of three feet. Again, it's a large building. There's a lot of furniture. that was a lot of work to get done on top of the construction project that Mr. Conway has mentioned. Um, On the third floor, so uh, some of it was kind of a business as usual, um, but with COVID, it's never really uh, that way.
0: These last few school years have been unlike anything PPS has ever had to deal with before. I want to thank Mr. Conway and Mr. Munson for helping me with this project and for everything they've done to keep NUTURE operating. I hope this episode shines some light onto the work that PPS does, especially now, so they can get more appreciation. Stay tuned for the rest of this interview, but about future topics like instruction and more in the fourth episode. I'm Kaden Greco, and this is Inside the Bubble.